powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 24 of the Powerful Content Podcast. It's so lovely to be here with you. I hope that you've been well this week. Now, today's episode is all about confidence and how it works side by side with your content as well. It's a bit of a, I don't know, I think it's a bit of a chicken and egg kind of scenario where you can't really have one without the other coming first. But let's talk about how that they're so closely interwoven and what we can do to make sure that we create powerful content with confidence. Now, before we start, I want to make it perfectly clear that I'm not a mindset coach. I'm not a confidence coach. I'm not an NLP practitioner, a psychologist. And I am definitely, definitely not the most confident person in the world. But I do talk about confidence from the space of being a woman with lived experience, especially through the lens of content, being passionate about communities and uplifting others, and the purposeful creation and consumption of content as well. So what is confidence anyway? Well, I firstly, I don't think it's being an extrovert. I think a lot of people think of a confident person as someone who can walk into a room and say hi to anyone and have a conversation and perhaps be a little bit on the loud side and, you know, attracts all of the attention uh, from the room. I don't think that that's necessarily true because people who are quiet or who call themselves introverts are confident as well. I wouldn't call myself the most extroverted person in the world by any means, but I do have a degree of confidence within myself, within my business, with how I show up for my audience as well. So I don't think you need to be an extrovert to be confident. In the same vein, I don't think that confidence means being constantly high vibe. Now, I I know that we hear a lot about being high vibe, you know, being high energy and showing up for your ideal client and really bringing it and bringing your energy to everything that you do. Yes, that's great, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're confident. And I also think that confidence is not about never feeling nervous, never feeling unsure, never feeling sad. You can be all of those things, but still be confident as well. So confidence is really more to me about believing in yourself and really feeling comfortable within yourself, who you are and what you stand for. And I talk about this a lot, especially when it comes to your content, to be firmly grounded in your values and beliefs. And when you're firmly grounded in your values and beliefs and everything flows so much easier from there. I feel like confidence comes from within as well. It's not something that's necessarily external to you. Yes, your environment and the people that you surround yourself with can definitely support you in becoming more confident, but it really is something that comes from within and only you can create it. And it can actually be created as well. Isn't that 
super exciting, that you can not feel confident today, but know in the future you can take steps to actually become more confident in whatever it is that you want to become confident in. So why do we even need this thing called confidence? Why do we need to have it in our life? Well, I think that being confident can actually help you become more ready and open for different people and opportunities to come into your life. I know that the more confident that you feel in a particular area of your life, the more that you're more likely to show up in that particular area of your life and attract the things that you really want. So becoming confident is like this amazing, beautiful spiraling effect where you become more confident and more confident based on the fact that you can show up and attract new people and opportunities into your life. I think being confident is also means that you're more likely to actually try something new, but not not only try something new, but you're likely to try again when something doesn't go to plan. So confidence gives you this certain amount of resilience, if you like, to try a different approach to something if it doesn't go how you think that it's supposed to go. Confidence helps you connect with others. It helps you to express those thoughts and those feelings and your values and beliefs as well. And in that same vein, it helps you to become a good leader. So confidence is not, you know, being able to stand in front of a room full of a thousand people and give a speech although that may be confidence for you, but it's about showing up and being a leader within your own community. So whether that's your free Facebook group that you have, whether it's on social media, whether it's you're growing your community through email marketing, whatever it is, confidence helps you become that good leader in that space. It helps you to also show up more often and more consistently online. And I think this is a big one. I have found in the past, and I've told this story before, how When I was going through a launch, I would get to a certain point in my launch towards the end and I would just throw my hands up in the air and walk away because I felt like no one was listening, no one was buying, no one was reacting to what I was saying. So what was the point anyway? Having a certain base level of confidence has given me the ability to see a launch through to the end and know that whilst I think that people aren't listening, they actually are and they do want what I have. And bottom line, confidence really helps us to grow our business. And this is a big one. And the reason it's a big one is for all of these things that I've just said, because confidence helps you be ready for the people and opportunities. You're more likely to try something new, try again when it doesn't go to plan, connect, be a good leader and show up more often and more consistently. Above all, though, I really think that confidence helps you to be seen as that go-to expert. When we really want to stand out from the crowd and become a leader in our industry, there is absolutely no doubt that in order to do this, that confidence as well as visibility and consistency absolutely go hand in hand. So being visible is all about being on your ideal client's radar. It's about giving them that opportunity to connect with you so that you can begin to take them on that client journey with you and ultimately convert them into a paying client. But what I see is so many women sabotaging their visibility in so many different ways. Whilst there's a whole heap of mindset work that needs to be done, there's some really simple and practical ways that we can begin to increase and maintain our visibility 
even when you don't feel confident. And one of these ways is consistency. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs who attack their content with absolute gusto for a period and then really fall away and hide out of exhaustion and burnout. So this yo-yo of visibility not only impacts your confidence, but leaves your ideal client wondering what the heck is going on. (laughs) One minute they see you everywhere and the next you've absolutely disappeared. So the impact of this is that it's not really helping them transition through that client journey with you. People need to see you and hear you consistently in order to connect with you and eventually convert and purchase from you. So that stop start approach will see them start to go through that client journey with you, but get to a point where you disappear and then they have to go back to the beginning to remember why they actually liked you in that first place. So remember that this content game is really a marathon not a 100 meter sprint. Trying to do too much too quickly is a recipe for content overwhelm and burnout. So start small and gradually add more platforms or more features on social media platforms as you start to cement your processes and as your time, energy and resources also increase. As an example, emailing your subscribers every month around the same date is going to have much bigger impact then starting out with weekly emails, which then becomes sporadic over the month. People absolutely love consistency and love knowing what to expect. So when it comes to visibility, I think it feels hard when we're trying to be someone we think we should be or when we're trying to be like someone else. And if we're not feeling aligned with how we're showing up for our audience, so we're pretending to be someone else, then naturally our confidence is going to dwindle considerably. We feel like we're presenting ourselves at less than our perceived perfection, and that's hard work, right? So take a step back, look at your values and beliefs, and then lean into them and lean into them hard. When you're talking about what you believe to be true in your industry in a way that feels aligned with you, then your perspective is going to shift and it'll feel so much easier to be more visible. It's these values and beliefs that I think that most people are actually missing when it comes to creating content and when it comes to their confidence as well. So to attract, to nurture and to convert our ideal client, we need a compelling message, which is all about the who, the what and the why. So when we're clear on who, the intended audience, so our ideal client, when we're clear on the what, as in what we can do for people and what our offers are, and when we're clear on the why you're saying it, then we'll be making the biggest impact because we can be confident in what we're saying and we're more likely to be visible consistently because it's easy to be yourself, right? So with this, most people get the who and the what right, although it often needs some refining, but generally speaking, Anyone I ask can tell me who they serve and what they actually offer. But the biggest piece, like I said, that's missing is the why. To be clear on this, to become more confident and create powerful content, you really need to start with values and beliefs. Can you hear a recurring theme here? You really need to start with your values and beliefs. And this is the exact reason I encourage my members to start with this inside of the content effect because everything flows from it. So when we're clear on our values, it really helps us to make consistent, clear decisions. It really helps us guide our goal setting, our objectives, thinking about how we're actually going to take those steps to reach them as well. It guides our content strategy and creation 
It even helps us decide our best business model and allows far more ease into our life. And when it comes to beliefs, these are basically general and fundamental ideas that we hold about ourselves, the world and the future. It really is the basis for our content strategy and in particular content that connects to that very first stage of the client journey. It creates that anchor for your business. And when you address them often in your content, then your message becomes so much more natural. Okay, so how do we put all of this into action? We've learned about values. We've learned about beliefs. We've learned about the relationship between confidence, consistency, and visibility. But how do we actually do this and how do we put it into practice? This is where the circle of content confidence comes into play. So there are four different steps in the circle of content confidence, and I'm going to quickly go through them now. The first step is create. So we just need to actually take the step and create a piece of content. It doesn't matter what it is. You know your ideal client and you know what they're thinking, feeling and doing at each stage of the client journey. So I know that you have a pretty good idea of what she needs to hear right now. So whether it's your core piece of content, like a blog, podcast, or video, or maybe it's a supplementary piece of content, like an email or a social media post that you've been procrastinating over. Whatever it is, think about how you can move your ideal client through the client journey and what stage of the client journey you're actually focusing on, and then create the content. Sounds simple, right? (laughs) The second step is to share. So now it's time to take the next step and put it out into the world. Don't be afraid to share it often as not all of your followers or readers or listeners see every single piece of content that you create and put out there. It takes confidence to post your piece of content or to publish your piece of content, but I promise that it gets easier as you do it more consistently. Have the courage and put it out there. The third step is feedback. So you'll soon know if your content was well received. Besides those real vanity metrics of likes or comments, your very best feedback will come with action or inaction. So did your audience follow your call to action? Did they open, listen, click the link, share, tag, sign up, buy? If they didn't, then this gives you the ammunition to go back and refine what you've created or try a different approach. And this is the last step, refine. So based on the feedback, you now have the opportunity to refine your message or refine that piece of content accordingly. You may also need to refine your ideal client as perhaps the people who are currently following you are not who you'd really like to work with. Or perhaps your ideal client has actually changed over time and you're speaking to the wrong person. This really helps you become better at sharing your message in a genuine way. And once you've made all the necessary tweaks, you can go back to creating and the start of the circle of content confidence all over again. As you continue to create more aligned content more consistently in line with the feedback that you're receiving, you'll find that creating confident and talking about your beliefs and your values and your message becomes so much easier. In turn, your confidence is going to grow. You'll start to become more aware of your brand personality and attract more people into your community who feel the same way as you. And isn't that exciting? Attracting these people means a more engaged, a more energized community that are more likely to purchase from you and become raving fans. So the circle of content confidence is a never ending, but always expanding process. Okay, 
So let's bring all of this together. When we create and share based on our core beliefs and we create that message from the heart and we become more courageous to create, share, receive feedback and refine our content, then it becomes so much easier, so, so much easier. And you become more confident to create your content because it's something that you truly believe in, not something that you think people want to hear from you. And the result of this confidence in your content is that you can build an aligned audience who are ready to buy from you. You become a unique voice in a crowded market because no one else has exactly the same values and beliefs as you do. You'll get noticed and remembered for a reason and that reason being your values and beliefs. And you'll experience this amazing spiral of ever increasing confidence as well. And this is something that we do inside of the content effect. If you're looking for the tools, resources, and support to become more confident with your content strategy and to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, then the content effect is the place for you. Join the only content membership that empowers you, doesn't tell you, but empowers you to make bold decisions and powerful choices. This isn't about spoon feeding you. It's about taking a strategy and making it your own because only you can do you. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, Hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.